Welcome to another Quarantine Questions. This is the one that people have been waiting for for a long, long time. Without further ado, the great Coach Manos. Okay, we're here with none other than the legend, Coach Manos. The man is a master of culture change. He's been inspiring people for years. He was a legendary coach at St. Joseph by the Sea. Coach Manos, are you ready for these quarantine questions? Yes, I am. That's quite the introduction. Um, very humbled to be even asked by you. Thank you, George. As you know, um, I can remember probably close to 20 years ago sitting in that small little crazy office. They called it an office. It was actually a cage, and you walked in. I still have that email in my home gym laminated that you sent me the next day after meeting. And I can tell you this, you're, you changed a lot of lives, including mine. And I thank you for that. I appreciate that coach. And you are, you are absolutely a fan favorite. Our guys are waiting to hear this for a long time. So uh, hopefully this is just first of many times we get you on the podcast. Thank you for the invite. Hello guys. All right, coach question one, what is your home go-to gym toy slash piece of equipment? Well, the greatest thing I have in my home gym downstairs is my selectorized dumbbells. I bought them 20 years. 23 years ago paid a lot of money for them at the time I remember but they're unbelievable they go from 10 which my daughter uses all the way to 110 and that with my adjustable bench has been a lifesaver during this quarantine so I love those those uh, selectorized dumbbells coach how do those dumbbells work Is, that, is it like a, a gauge that you turn or no you're it's actually uh, it's, it's metal cages all wrapped around each other so it starts out small it's got a great handle in the middle and then you could add five, two and a half to each side on the inside. But the outside is these metal cages. And every time you, you have a colored bar on the outside, and you move the bar down. As you move it down, it increases the weight by 10 pounds. So it starts out with nothing as 10 pounds. And when you're using the whole thing with both um, uh, sides inserted, it goes to 110-pound dumbbells, which is awesome. That's a great investment. The wow. ones they use All now right. are like a rounded one. These, these are actually like square blocks, which at first is weird, but you realize you could do a lot of exercises with them, which is great too. If you could send me a picture after this, I'd, I'd love I to will. see it. Okay, question two. What is your home go-to gym exercise? Well, the new thing that I've really been enjoying is uh, ball, ball slams uh, outside on the driveway as my, my cardio warm-up with jumping rope that I'm doing pretty much every day. Uh, my hip is kind of, I was doing, uh, I started doing that Murph with some of the guys uh, in the group chat and I did it a couple of days and really with the, with the, my other hip has to get replaced. I have one replacement that I had about seven years ago. Now the other one, it really gets a heartbeat going when I do a lot of mileage. I was listening to Laird Hamilton the other day and I sent it to, a, I sent it to a few of the guys, Trunzo being one of them. And it was uh, him talking about. If you're over 200 pounds and you're running on streets, you you got to be a, a maniac. You got to be something mentally yep. wrong with you. So <laughs> I kind of cut out the running and I just added the ball slams and the uh, jumping rope, and I'm really having a good time with it. Awesome. Yeah, those guys, I think they're doing Murph tomorrow or Sunday at uh, Owl Howell Park. I, I might go watch them. Yeah, I'm probably going to do it with my sons uh, Monday, but just one more time just for fun. Question three, what is one talent you developed or enhanced during the quarantine? The greatest thing that I, and I always, I didn't even know I liked drawing, actually. I used to draw for my kids when they were babies. But every morning, uh, me and my daughter, we start our day, we go onto this woman's website. She draws cartoon, uh, like uh, superheroes, cartoon, um, for the holidays, like these cartoon characters. And uh, the woman is so peaceful. It's actually like 
listening to the Tim Ferriss of like creative silliness art. <laughs> and I sit with this Asian woman and my daughter every morning. We do a, we send a card out to somebody different every day. So all my friends, children and stuff like that will make the card for. So I really, I, I never knew, knew I liked drawing, but I really enjoy it. Awesome. All right. What has been your biggest vice or weakness during the quarantine? I think just what the big, my biggest problem is late night eating. The thing that that's probably one of my greatest enjoyments is staying up at the, you know, just me in the refrigerator light, enjoying eating it at the dock. It's, it is my vice, but this, the, 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 the schedule is really screwing me up with sleep, my sleep schedule. You know, um, I normally get up around five, I get up five or five every day of my life for a while. Now, now I'm getting up like three, four, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning the house by four thirty, five o'clock. My, wife, my wow. wife wants to kill me. But my so, but my biggest vice is definitely um, it's gonna sound weird and people are gonna be and you know I'm a big uh, slow cob guy but I've been going to the fruit store pretty much every three days and I love going to the fruit store and I was just buying green vegetables and eating the, the cauliflower every day but I really enjoy it. I just said to my brother I can't believe I have kids that don't like fruit salad. How do I'm the only, I make a huge fruit salad just with melons, berries, and stuff like that, and I and I've been eating that like crazy every day with some oatmeal. Well, it's great that I mean most people are waking up later. You're waking up earlier, and if your vice is uh, eating fruit, that's really not that bad. But yeah, that, that breaks one of Tim Ferriss's slow carbs. I'm rules. trying to find no a good fruit. vice. You got any for me? I mean, I'm so blind. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what is the best or worst binge-worthy show you've been watching? Well, the great me and my wife watched a lot of good shows. I watched a great, uh, funny comedy the other night. Um, the other Missy or the other Molly was pretty funny. And I'm not usually a comedy guy, uh, um, but first of all, I would, if Seinfeld's on and I pass into a TV, I'm, I'm putting it on. So that's that's always my go-to binge show. Um, worst, with the, I guess Ozark was kind of a waste. I don't know. <laughs> Did you like it? Did you watch it? You, you're going to cause a lot of controversy there. Some people on this. Uh, and I like that guy. I, I, like, yeah. I liked all the actors in it. I just felt like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't like waiting now a year and a half for another season of a show that I kind of wish I never started watching in the first place. <laughs> all right. What is your best quarantine trick to keep people healthy? Well, me and the kids have developed quite a quite a group. It's really a lot of fun. I took my basement gym and made it an outdoor gym. And every day, everything stops around here at 3 o'clock. And it started out with just me and my sons. And now we're up to, on a good day, we got 14 kids. And it's six days a wow. week. Everybody knows we're out there. It's a push day. It's a pull day. It's a football drill day. It's a strongman day. And then we rotated it through six days. So we're, my front lawn looks like, you know, Miller Field. I got. I went down to the field over here. I got a one-man sled. I got giant tires. I got box jumps. I got three different types of sleds. So I turned my front lawn into pretty much a gym for the for the neighborhood kids, all my son's friends. Even the cops come by and hang out with us while we're doing our drills. But um, so that that's automatic every day. I have a girls class. That is I have sick. A girls class with my daughter and my niece and their two friends. That starts around four thirty-five, and uh, so it's really a lot of fun. We really, have, you know, we get the music blasting and all the people walking around outside are really, you know, love watching it. You might have some people from here uh, moving by. I would, you. I would love it. I told Teddy. I, I tell Teddy all the time, come by. 
I had Dan Dan Dawkins actually came by one day and trained with us. So I've had some guests. That is awesome. All right, what is the one thing you miss most during this quarantine? As simple as it is, George, and it really just bugged me out today when I was in the in the grocery store in the Chinese uh, store. The you the smiles on people's faces, like you don't know the reaction. Like I have a miserable face all the time. My wife says I am just hard to look at. I always look like I'm angry, <laughs> which I guess is a good thing with the mask because now people don't know if I'm smiling or not. But if you smile at somebody, you kind of want a reaction, right? I don't know how like right. a single guy. How is a single guy if this keeps up and the mask has to be worn in bars or even in church or anywhere? How is that guy going to interact? How are you going to meet the woman of your dreams if she has a mask on? I don't know. I'm I'm pretty uh superficial. I, I'd like to see a face. <laughs> you know, I miss I miss I miss people's you- faces. I miss, you know common courtesy. You don't really get that with the mask. Guy drops a okay simple thing. Guy dropped one of his fruit things today. I picked it up for him. I didn't have a glove on. I couldn't give it to the guy. I had a, I'm like I'll just buy this. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do at that point? Right, and you border on like rude. Am I rude for not giving it to him? Or am I rude for exactly. giving it to him because he, now he thinks I have the virus? We have a world of people that I guess they just want us to become like you know robots. What is one thing that you're doing now that you will miss most after the quarantine is over? Um, just spending. Oh, here's the one thing I'm doing most: spending quality time on myself, like. My routine is usually, my shower has been the same length my whole life. And now I stop myself when I'm in the shower. I say, you know what, I'm going to pay a little more attention to my toes today. I'm going to really clean my, I'm going to a little more attention to hygiene. I'm going to, you know, when I shave, I'm going to actually like shave a little bit better. Like, I'm, I'm not, I like, I'm so regimented. And I think you are too, in a way, where our, our, our minutes and our time is just so valuable. Well, I actually stopped and take a breath. Like I was able to do a million different things around here that I wanted to do from just spray painting some things outside to, to, to sanding down my porch. And if I look at something now and it needs to get done, I'm going to do it. In the old days, you had to like make a list and like remember to get to it, you know? Right. That, that is awesome. You know what? That's funny. This morning, I actually took a longer shower with that in mind. Like, you know, I'm going to stand yeah, in like, five minutes not? in what's, here. What's my rush? Enjoy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. What is something you will regret having not done or accomplished after the quarantine is quote unquote over? Uh, the biggest regret I'll have is probably. Um, I, I wish I'm probably not reading my Bible more. I probably have more more time to read in the morning, and I don't. Probably not. Like I spend a lot of time with the kids, but my kids. You know, it's a weird age. It's like they would rather be like interacting with people on a computer than like, you know, playing family game night. Like the first month we had family game night every night, a different game kind of dwindled down. Then we went to ping pong, kind of dwindled down. So, you know, right now I'm introducing chess. So we're going to start with that and see what happens. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. With three kids, you're kind of like always juggling to see who who needs your attention and who doesn't. And obviously, you know, you want your marriage to get stronger. Uh, great quarantine uh, story last night. I said, okay, me and her, I love going out to dinner. I'm a big, me and my wife go out to dinner. 
I love I love a good meal. She loves sushi. Obviously, we're not getting sushi during the quarantine. So I said, let's just get some takeout. We'll go we'll go down to the beach. We'll find a bench and we'll have just you know just a hangout time, me and you. From there, she starts reading emails and she gets aggravated about the kids. And why I'm going to my, you know, I'm sitting next thing I know, I'm sitting at the kitchen counter with my son doing science projects till midnight. So, you know, the thing I'm, I'm going to regret is not really stopping and smelling the roses, I guess. But you want to get back into your routine. That's the whole thing. Right now, we're just itching to get back to our real life. Right. It's this weird dichotomy, right? People are always stressed, always rushing, yeah. and now they have time to not do it, but they want to get back to it. It's, and you feel it's guilty. Insanity. You actually feel guilty. Like, you know, I made a joke a couple weeks ago about one of the guys who was going golfing. I'm like, oh, how do you have the nerve to go golfing when other people are dying and stuff? And I was serious at that time. That was like week two. But now I'm the guy that, you know, says we got to just get back to real life. So on that note, what is one thing about this pandemic that gives you anxiety? Uh, my mom, uh, my dad passed away Christmas Day, so uh, that was pretty uh, pretty rough. But like all things, we, we, we keep going. Um, my mom had open heart surgery, so I go there every night. I bring her something. Uh, we'll eat together. We'll hang out for a little while, but I can't get close to her. I haven't been able to kiss her or hug her. Or, you know, mother's and Coach, she's yeah, in she New Jersey right now? By me. She's in a 55 and over, five minutes away. So me and my brother go every night, just hang out with her for a little while. Um, she's actually hanging out with friends this week. We let her finally, like, she'll sit outside on a chair and, like, be six feet away. But she's a real social person, so she gets, she, she gets, that's the only thing I worry about is my mom being old, you know? But as far as. And did she have, did she have surgery before this, uh, the pandemic? She, had, or yeah, well, she got, we got her out of the, 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 um, rehab the Wednesday right before the, the there was a Wednesday right when it started, I guess around the 13th. And they said that they were going to lock down all the uh, rehabs. So we took her out that day. Thank goodness. Or else she'd still be in there. And, you know, you know what the story is with those rehabs, how many people they lost. So. Right. Wow. So I guess that links to this next question. What is one thing from this pandemic that gives you hope? Um, the greatest hope I have is that my kids realize that they're living and these young guys, you know, especially at 20 and 30, you guys realize you're living through like unprecedented times and that, you, that major change could come out of this as far as not only in their own lives, but just looking around and saying, you know, and I know you're a lot like this too. And maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but you know, nine 11 was pretty, uh, pretty big for me. You know, it nine 11 mixed with, uh, some, uh, you know, making life choices where, you know, you got to put yourself where you don't want to be to become the person you want to become. And that's the only reason why I even know you guys is, uh, is, is pretty emotional. And I think this, this is one of those, those times if people just think this is a normal time, shame on them. They should really be like, you know, looking, looking deeper into themselves and saying, you know, I tell my sons every day, you should be journaling this. My son, John's a photographer. He's, he's taking some cool pictures, because these pictures, once, I mean, if we go back to normal, we'll never, hopefully never see this again. But it's also the start of something. Who knows? It could be like, you know, like the start of the Industrial Revolution. I mean, are we ever going to sit in a restaurant together again and just hang out with a bunch of guys like we did six months ago? I don't know. Do you? Right. Are we going to go into a football locker room yeah. again? You have no idea where I mean, this I, is going to go. It's funny because it was like nine guys on a group chat last night. 
uh, Andrew, Andrew Lyle, Teddy, Ray Johnson, Baraji, a bunch of these other guys. And we were joking. I said, this would be the only time we could do this, but would we be willing to do it? I said, imagine right now we call Tyler Hill. You know, nobody's going up there to camp. We rent it out and have a football camp reunion, have George come and train us, have three workouts a day, just like 20 guys, 30, whatever you get up in Pennsylvania (laughs) doing, you know, advanced training for a week. How sick would that be? Yeah, get everybody tested a couple times, exactly. make sure we're all good. It's actually not not, not that bad that of an be idea. Fun, right? <laughs> all right, coach, last question. What is the first thing you will do once this is over? First thing I'll do is definitely go out to dinner somewhere nice with my wife. Um, have a romantic dinner, you know. Uh, and then uh, that's what I want to do. What I'll probably do is probably go somewhere that serves nachos with my kids because that's the only the only place <laughs> we go is place where my kids order nachos. And I drove by it today and I'm like, I miss a gym. I, I, I worked out with my teams for years. I drove by my gym, Jersey Strong, some great people there. Um, you know, at home, I love lifting at home by myself. I love going down the basement for two hours by myself. It's my peace and quiet. But I also like putting four plates on. And oh, that's another thing. Could I ever ask a guy for a spot again? Is that over? Like, hey, guy, do me a favor. Help me out here. Like, if I just gave, if me and you were in the gym, we're the only ones there. And you give me that look like, hey, you know what? Okay, keep, keep an eye on me. Is that like, it, we're not allowed to do that, I guess, right? Right. Okay. Do I have to wear gloves? Do I have to wear a mask? Yeah, there's yeah. A, lot of, a lot of questions. Imagine, like, I don't know. Yeah. Spot me on this uh on, on five plates, and as I'm spinning all over you, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, but you got to laugh about it, I guess, right? Well, Coach, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. We definitely have to get you back so on. Now, for a much longer listen, podcast thank you. To talk it was an honor. About. That's not I this. this for uh, Joe Trunzo and those guys because I know the, how much they they appreciate you as much as I appreciate you. All the strongman stuff we're doing outside, matter of fact, I'll send you some video. Is uh getting ready for Thanksgiving morning, so I'm, getting, I'm putting a team together. I got Scully brothers, sick. These guys are going to don't, don't win the whole That's, thing, man. You got to let uh, Alberino's team try. We're going to try. Love all you, right, man. Coach, Be thank safe, you so all right? much. It's been awesome. Thank you. Love you, too. Be safe. Bye. This wraps up another episode of Quarantine Questions. If you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to me and let me know who you'd like to hear from or if you'd like to be heard from yourself. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day.